Hello, everybody. Good morning. This is your host, Jordan Tremaine, and welcome to the Perspectal Podcast, where we explore new thoughts, connect ideas, and offer perspectives that may change the way you think about a thing or two. And today, we're going to talk about really, really real. All right, what's up, everybody? Welcome to the podcast. Um, yeah, I, I'm i trying to make this habit of actually doing some sort of greeting or something like that and then um, kind of explaining the point of the podcast before we start. Because I don't think everybody's listened to every episode, so it might be a little um, strange if whatever episode you jump in on is your first episode. So if this is your first time here, welcome. The Perspectal Podcast is basically this weekly opportunity to get one idea, one new perspective, one way of looking at things. And I look at these as little Lego bricks. And then over time, the different episodes start building up into each other. So you start with one brick, then maybe two, then maybe four, and then five. And then you might have a whole little house or something like that. And in that way, this podcast is kind of a step-by-step example of how to build complex concepts out of smaller pieces. And today we're going to talk about a new piece called Really, Really Real. And there was an interesting previous episode called Fake by Default. Uh, It's one of the perspectives I try to adopt when... People are acting in ways that I don't expect or like, where this isn't true all the time. And if you are interested in the context, I suggest you just scroll back and listen to that episode. If you forget the name, don't worry. It'll be in the description of this episode with a hashtag by it. That's how I note all of the previous episode connections with hashtags. Um, But in Fake by Default, there's this idea that... um, when you're born, you're nothing. Like, you're not a smart person. You're not an evil person. You're just a baby. You're like a blank slate with no information. And you have to grow into something. But you also don't really have to do that. Like, there's plenty of people who never grow up. There's plenty of people who never gain character traits. And a lot of times, people do things not because they're evil or they're conniving or whatever it's because they don't know what they're doing they don't they have they don't have bad character they don't have any character and they're just kind of trying their best or doing something and that's kind of the point of fake by default by default you start off as a fake person you don't start off as a real person a real person is something that you build into over time through effort and experience and maturity and all that kind of all the adult words but yeah so building off of that idea of fake by default where you start from zero and you have to build your way up to being a complete person i think this idea today of really really real starts touching on what does that what does that complete person look like what does that mean and today, I think that that concept has a lot of different branches. There's a lot of ways to pick it apart. And I'm not saying I'm correct. I'm saying this episode of the Perspective Podcast is going to explore a new thought and offer a perspective that may change the way you think about a thing or two. It's not 
the truth. It's something I think that's interesting and worth sharing and thinking about and maybe talking about. That's why I'm talking now. Um, but uh, I read a book, uh, pretty interesting, called King, Magician, Warrior, Lover. I did a book review on it, so I'll put the link to the book review in the description next to the hashtag for fake by default so you have all of the references you need uh, right there for you. Haha, <laughs> how convenient. I know, isn't this age of convenience what, such a crazy thing? Anyways, um, but that book is talking about these different pillars of male masculinity and how you need to have different sides of you. You need to grow different sides of you in order to be like a complete psychologically holistic uh, masculine male. And I'm not making this episode to argue that piece of psychology is perfect or true. I think it's interesting. But along those lines of like, you're not just one thing, you have to develop multiple things. And then later in that book, it goes into like, and these psychological traits are like a six pack. There's something that you have to work to develop, but then also if you slack off, you'll get fat again and you have to like keep it and maintain it. You have to do consistent work in each of these areas to like keep all the plates spinning. And I think that's very true. I think we can argue about which plates are the ones we need to spin, which do we need to do crunches? Do we need to do pull-ups? Do we need to do squats? I think we can argue about what's the best workout, but Overall, your entire body needs to be healthy, Over, not just your arms, not just your uh, abs. Your whole body needs to be healthy, and this is kind of a parallel argument where, like, to be a mature, healthy, functioning, autonomous person, your whole psyche needs to be healthy. It can't just be really good in one place and totally lacking in another place. And I do think, um, for me... It's become something that I've had to break out of. I think I was kind of born into a place where the the information available uh, to me was telling me, hey, like, um, dudes are masculine and strong defenders, providers, protectors, and women are weaker, but they're nurturers and caretakers and all this kind of stuff. And those are your roles. And you kind of, you pair up with people and there's this whole like you complete me idea um, where I fill in for your weaknesses, you fill in for my weaknesses, and as a team, we perform great. Which, I mean, it sounds very romantic, I think, and, uh, you know, I'm not here to judge anybody. I'm here to share an idea. I think that idea is problematic because it kind of buys you out of the responsibility of having to develop certain parts of you. I think all people eat food, so all people should know how to cook. It's not a woman's thing. Maybe uh, a particular woman or a large group of women are very good at cooking, and that's what they want to do, and that's one of the things they provide. But that doesn't mean men shouldn't cook. Like, cooking is not that hard, and it's a very good skill for everybody to have. Likewise, I think some self-defense, some physical fitness is important. Like, you being a woman doesn't let you off the hook from being in shape and taking care of your health and being able to run a mile um, and stuff like that. 
everybody should have some physical fitness because you never know what's going to happen and you might need to lift something heavy or you might need to run somewhere or get away from somebody or you might need to fight and there may not be a strong protector that's interested in helping you around you 24 7. Um, uh, ultimately I think people do have things that they are especially talented in nobody I think is a hundred percent on every level but um I do think it's important to look at yourself as if you're trying to be a holistic person. You're not saying, um, oh, I'm just clumsy. And it's like, no, you're, you're not just clumsy. And there are certain people who have, uh, you know, physical disabilities and stuff like that, where it makes it hard for them to hold objects or stand up and stuff like that. I'm talking about regular people with no um, physical disabilities and stuff like that. Um, you're not clumsy. You have not practiced dexterity. You need to work on that skill. That's, it's not inherently within you. It's not like, oh, um, the man is supposed to make money and the woman is supposed to stay at home. That's, that's a possible setup. And I think if a man and a woman come together and talk between those two individuals and come to that agreement, okay. But that's not something that's like, you're born a woman, so you shouldn't, uh, have to go out and work and make money. And that's not something that women do. You know, if you want to do that, go and do that. I think it's important to have the ability to do that. And then once you enter into a relationship, if that's something that happens to actually sit down and negotiate with your specific partner, Hey, I, I would like to contribute this. I need some help with that. Can you build me up on this? And I'll, I'll work on you with that. But it's not like, because I'm a woman, this, this, and this. It's like, no, because I'm me and I have my specific deficiencies and insecurities and stuff like that, I want to work with you with your specific strengths and talents and um, uh, disabilities and insecurities and stuff like that. And you make like this customized uh, negotiation, this treaty between each other that's called a relationship, and you work together to help each other both become awesome, holistic individuals. And yes, you help each other and pick each other up when they're down and help defend the other person when they can't fight and stuff like that. Um, like if, if I'm married to some woman and she gets sick, I should help her because she's sick. I think that makes sense. But like women are super capable of doing a bunch of stuff and for me to just be like no I'm the man I do that you don't do that like that's like to me ridiculous if we came to an agreement like hey these are my responsibilities those are your responsibilities that's a different story but just inherently thinking because you're a certain way you don't have to grow in other ways is I think problematic long term and it could really be an attractive idea like, this is my role, I do this, they do that. But it could be very dangerous, especially if that relationship or that situation doesn't work out. Or maybe it never comes along. Maybe you think um, you don't have to be a provider or a breadwinner, but then you never get in a relationship, so you're never financially stable because you never grew that skill set. Um, or, like, some people think, like... Uh, women are more emotional than men it's like uh i think both have emotions and culturally we're conditioned to deal with our emotions differently uh, biologically we're handed different hormones based on a bunch of different factors but i mean 
I think it's up to you as an individual, whatever your physical orientation is, whatever your gender identity is, whatever your relation status is, it's up to you to become like emotionally stable. You work on that shit. It's not like your partner's job to take care of your emotions. It's really dope if you have a good partner and they help you with it and they support you, but that's your shit. Take care of it. And this whole con concept of really, really real is like real people can operate by themselves. They like being, typically like being in groups and, and working on teams and being productive and stuff, but they do the work on themselves to be someone that's competent and capable and stable so that they can contribute. Like it's super awesome to be someone that's not a burden. And that opens you up to being able to provide, to being able to negotiate, because now somebody doesn't have you like, oh, you need this thing that I have that you don't have, so uh, I, can, I can coerce you, I can, I can manipulate you to do this and that because I, I can do this thing, I can provide this thing that you can't do. Like when both people or when all the people in the group have some ability to take care of themselves at a base level, then if the situation doesn't work out or if it's not right, you can be like, well, you know, we tried, but uh, it's probably better if this doesn't happen because I could take care of myself, you could take care of yourself, and when we get together, it's just really difficult and all this bad stuff happens, so maybe we should just peace out. And you're not forced to stay in places that are bad for you because you need something from that place. And yes, this is this gets very sticky when emotions and love and all that and children and marriage get involved. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm saying it's ideal before you get into that. Like when we talked about fake by default, that episode's like when you're a baby, you start at zero and it's your job to grow. Really, really real is like, yeah, so grow. Become a real person. And then I think once you become a real person, then go find another real person and then make commitments with them. Form a team, form a relationship, form a bond, make good friends and all that kind of stuff. But that step of like growing up and becoming a mature individual that has feminine traits and masculine traits, whether or not you're a male or a female or anything, that has um, mental stability and skill, that has some physical stability and skill, that has some ability in like leadership and delegation that can like handle some amount of stress that has some technical skills or some way to make money and something like that like like this is good for everybody there there it's a it's difficult to do yourself but there's no downsides to having these skills you can overuse skills or you can lack skills and that can be a problem for you but having a skill is not a problem it's a good thing and i think everyone should strive to be a complete person within themselves and then to um in my view at least do some amount of work to help other people become complete people but that's that's a totally whole different topic um but in today's episode of really really real i'm i i think the main example for me is the masculine feminine thing the gender roles where uh we have this idea that depending on your gender, you need to fall into a certain camp. I'm totally down for if you and your partner make specific agreements, you want to have a certain setup, you you guys do that. Live your best life. Um, 
But just because, like, I'm in a relationship, just because one person in the house is doing the cooking doesn't mean that the other person is forbidden from knowing how to cook. Because what if the cook gets sick? Like, we probably still need food, so it'd be good to, like, have somebody else that knows how to cook because there's a whole other person in the relationship. Or maybe, you know, I mow the lawn. But, um... I don't know, maybe I break my leg or something. So it's cool, like, the other person knows how to mow the lawn. Even if it's my responsibility, like, maybe my leg's broke, so I can't mow the lawn for six months or something like that. And it'd be, like, super helpful if somebody else knew how to do it and was capable, like, a regular person that could handle themselves. And that's, like, what makes a relationship so beautiful, where you're both striving to be complete, autonomous people and contribute. You do have your own assigned responsibilities, but we're humans. We get sick. We have to deal with overtime. There's tragedy that happens in our lives. And like when the storm comes, then you know you have another person that's completely able that can help you. It, it's not like um, if you don't do it, both of you are going to crash because you're the only one with this skill. Sometimes that happens when it's an incredibly niche skill or one person is super duper talented in that area. Um and by comparison, the other person may, it may be negligible because the other person's like a genius in the area. Or maybe somebody has a physical disability or they're very sick. So like, um, I think both people should be able to work. Um, but there are cases where that just can't happen. Like one person is terminally ill and they're still alive, but they can't work. They, they probably, can't, probably can't even get out of bed. And that's very sad, but I think that's like a, a fringe case. I think in the normal sense... Um, we should strive to be capable contributors in every sense, even for the stuff that's not strictly our responsibility because you never know what's going to happen and you might have to step up and contribute in a way that you didn't expect. So I think this is good for relationships. I also think it's good for you because it gives you confidence. You don't necessarily have this like fear of like, oh my gosh, if I, if I do wrong or if I don't listen to this other person, they're going to take away something that I need that I can only get from them. Then that, be, that whole dynamic gets terrible really fast, So, uh, in my opinion. So I think it's important to become a holistic, real person. All males and all females should have both masculine and feminine traits. All people should know how to cook. All people... I think wear clothes, so they should know how to wash and fold clothes. How, what a concept. Um, you know, if you guys live in a house or something like that, both of you should have basic home uh, repair skills. Uh, it's, it, I think it's like an, a thing where you both try to contribute. And yes, a lot of times one person is going to be better than the other person, and you might assign responsibilities, but have the ability to do it yourself, even if it's harder for you because there might be an emergency where you have to do it. If you're in a relationship with somebody and only one person drives, that gets super duper inconvenient, especially when you have kids. Both people, if they're able-bodied, should know how to drive because there's a bunch of cases where it works out way better for the relationship if the other person drives. Like if you're sick or if you're not, like you're out of town and you need to, and the kids need to go to work, uh, soccer practice or something like that, it's super dope if the other person can drive. So, like, go get a driver's license. It's not that bad. But, um, yeah. That's kind of the idea. Um, 
I don't think this is that controversial, but I realize it challenges gender roles so that it's, uh, I think, popularly very controversial for some people. Um, and it could be like uh, people feel effeminate because they have to do female gender role stuff or um, forced into the patriarchy or whatever because they got to do male gender role stuff. Um, gender roles are like fake constructed ideas, um, but stuff like laundry and, um, cooking, those are real things and you should know how to do real things. That's my point. I'm going to stop talking now. I think this is a pretty simple concept, um, but I would challenge you, uh, whether or not you're single or in a relationship or in a family, community, whatever, to like take a step back and understand like are you an autonomous contributor are you somebody that could fill in other roles even if it was a little more challenging for you or are you somebody who like has to rely on somebody else in order to get sp certain specific things that you need outside of special circumstances like if you're terminally ill or um i don't know maybe you have uh um physical disease or something that that makes it so you really can't do something it, like is it possible for you to contribute in a way that you currently can't or you don't have the skills to do and why are you not building the skills to do that um yeah so something to think about something to talk about maybe argue about depending on what your relationship is like if you're in a relationship but however that goes i hope this is an interesting thought that goes in your head and you get to think about it and maybe it provides you some insight and that somewhere this becomes an interesting conversation down the road and hopefully not an argument. Anyways, I'll talk to you guys later.